What is going on, everybody? Happy Tuesday. Is yet another blizzard here in Wisconsin. It's great to be out in the country and just have a mindset of always stocking up on crap because I never really have to worry. You know, even when I built this house, there were, you know, there's a question about LP tanks because I, I couldn't get, my house runs on LP, not natural gas because it would have been like 30 grand to run natural gas to, gas to my house. Instead of putting in one tank, I put in two tanks. That way I don't ever have to worry about running out or running low. Got a generator, got tons of food. Sure, the roads are pure ice out there, but uh, I'm warm and comfy in here. Except for the fact that I have to drive to darts tonight. I did not put out the new, I, I, I have a mailbox update. I have completed the new mailbox, the temporary mailbox, although I actually think it's not that bad. Um, the one thing I didn't have was sand. I had to drive out last night. I had to take my, uh, my dad's old vehicle because I needed gas anyway. Went to the hardware store, bought some sand, filled it with sand, attached the mailbox to it, which was actually in decent shape still. And then all I have to do now is take my tractor and drive it down to the end of the road and then use the tractor to push back the snowdrift so I can place the, the mailbox down. The only reason I didn't do it today is because it's supposed to snow again today. And uh, I figured, you know, if they're going to plow today, you know, might as well just take a minute and not let them destroy my new mailbox right away. Natural gas isn't great in an emergency when everyone starts pulling on it for their generators. The PSI gets too low to sustain them. Interesting. Well, I have LP anyway, and um, I'm almost thinking of buying a third tank if they'll give it to me. Just to always have enough. Lots of mid-tier news today. We've got the New Hampshire, by the way, shout out mom. I don't know if she's uh, went to work today or stayed home, but I uh, hope you're doing well. And um, we've got the New Hampshire primaries. Interestingly enough, have you seen the latest poll numbers? Put a camera on your new mailbox so at least when it does get demolished, you can monetize it. <laughs> yeah, good point. I could just move one of my trail cams down there. I have about a half dozen on my property. The um, already eliminated by the next. Well, my plan is to, I mean, here's the one thing that's nice about it. It's just on a base, you know? So if the plow hits it, it should just, you know, get knocked over as opposed to breaking off. So I'm hoping that if that does happen, then it just gets knocked over versus, you know, um, breaking off. Does my generator also run off my LP tanks? Yes, it does. Everything in my house does. Uh, Pac-Man starts stocking up because Texas says they won't obey the Supreme Court and the absolute best news out of the day. Big Mike is gearing up for a presidential run. A, a second Obama mail in the, in the office. Wait a second. Yeah. If I, if I buy a new trail cam to monitor my mailbox, to create content, 
not only do I get a free trail cam because it's a write-off, but also I could potentially create content to monetize and profit from. Ah? Uh, so I guess, yeah, I guess I'll have to buy a new camera. Get that thing ready to go. All right, let's move on to today's news. Rumble stock is climbing its ass off again today. Yeah. Did you see freaking Trump stock? I mean, rum is doing great, but, you know, Trump stock is insane. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think the rumble stock is, uh, if you look at the last five days, it's, it's very good for the shareholders. Um, very, very good. Obviously, every time I say that, everyone's like, well, actually, um, actually, it used to be worth this much. Okay, fine. But in the last five days, it's gone up by 66%. 33% today and like 30% yesterday. So I hope it keeps climbing. I hope it gets $10, $20. You know? But uh, what is the what is the Trump one? DWAC. Yeah, it's down three dollars today because some people probably cashed out. But look at that! It went from twenty five dollars a share to forty eight dollars. It's a gamma squeeze. I missed a buy price of about 359 and then Barcel shot it through the roof. Um Yeah. I had heard some grumblings. I don't own any stock. Like I always say, I don't own any rumble stock. One day it would be nice to do that. I had heard some rumblings around it and I was like, man. It's a good thing I don't want to go to federal prison. <laughs> like, oh man. It's a good thing I don't want to go to federal prison. You know. <laughs> okay, let's... Let's start with this. Twenty million Americans suffer from depression. Eighty percent of those recover with treatment but there are 20% that continue to have unresolved symptoms. Have you exhausted all medications and therapies to combat the suffocating thoughts? <laughs> Do you suffer from a terminal illness, severe mental health disorders, or just a chronic substandard of living? <laughs> Has life taken away every precious thing you've ever known? <laughs> Do you find yourself asking if you have ever been truly capable of happiness? If you feel it's time for it all to just stop, then it's time for Ascension. You can finally relax in a family-friendly environment without the burden or worry of who will clean up the mess you'll leave behind. <laughs> Since 2033, 
Ascension has been proud to offer the most comfortable, convenient, and affordable permanent solutions in the permanent industry solutions. to all those desperate enough to qualify. Des Executed with the utmost care by our adequately trained staff. Adequately we trained. We pride ourselves on our sensible but sensitive approach to treatment. Our proprietary medication will gently ease you into your final release. <laughs> release is not appropriate for dementia patients without directive prior to the onset of illness and is not available if you are pregnant, have recently given birth, or are breastfeeding. Release is available by prescription only from a licensed medical practitioner. Talk to your doctor to see if Ascension Terminal Wellness is the right decision for Terminal you. Terminal Wellness. For some people, when it's all too much, <laughs> it's best to just let go. It's your life. End it on a high note. Ascension Terminal Wellness. We can't change the past, but we can prevent the future. <laughs> we can't change the past, but we can prevent the future. You know, it's interesting. Uh, they have a second ad for Ascension. This one many people sent to me. Just to pray, but it's okay to pass away. It's okay to pass away. Thanks, Today it's okay to pass away. <laughs> it's okay to pass away. Today it's okay to pass away. If your family is struggling, juggling the bills, really feel the burden of the doctors and your pills. Call us up today and you know we're gonna say that it's okay to pass away. It's okay to pass away today. It's okay to pass away. It's okay <laughs> She's just to taking the gas. Pass away today. It's okay to pass away. If you're sick of taking Dad. medicine, you're never getting better And you're losing hair and weight and looking like a little skeleton If things don't improve, and if you're approved Take a little shot and then the pain is removed It's okay to pass Oh away. my god! It's okay to pass away It's okay to pass away today. It's okay to pass away. It's okay to pass away today. It's okay to pass away. Now, the team over at the Publica, very proud of their work. 
my news agency may not have made the publica.com a part of your daily viewing, but you should, because now you may have been thinking, this can't possibly be real. This can't possibly be real. It can't possibly be real. Well, a Canadian charity calling uh, Dying with Dignity, dedicated to advocating for medical assistance in dying, is now lobbying to reduce the age of eligibility to 12 years old. Dying with Dignity Canada says that, quote, mature minors should be allowed to opt for euthanasia. Despite facing pushback, a euthanasia Asia advocacy group in Canada is continuing its efforts to have medical-assisted dying, they call it dying, but it's really just suicide, uh, expanded to children as young as 12. Since 2021, Dying with Dignity, a national charity claiming to be dedicated to improving the quality of dying, has been lobbying the Canadian government to amend the existing age requirements of 18 to extend to people who are only 12 years old to be capable of making decisions with respect to their health. The push came shortly after Bill C-7 received royal assent on March 17th, resulting in the expansion of physician-assisted suicide in Canada to individuals whose death was not reasonably foreseeable, including those suffering from medical illness. The parliamentary review of the bill included advanced requests for self-paid suicide, a state of palliative care, and the protection of people living with disabilities and eligibility for, you know, suicide of mature minors. This is real. This cartoon is not real. The cartoon an associated website is actually for a crowdfunder from people looking to satirize how insane this is. All the help we can get. Donate today and get some perks like downloads, Uncle Ernie stickers, and other exclusive perks, which will in turn help us make a movie to make light of a serious epidemic and a potentially grim future. So if you can relate to the world's crazy, out-of-control mental health epidemic and you're just trying to make sense of it all, give us a couple dollars and we'll make it. Give us your money. So these two videos, again, satire to raise money, uh, to make a movie satirizing this assisted suicide clinic stuff. Here's the, here's the reality of... If you're unfamiliar with the assisted suicide craze, it's a complex topic if you are not religious. If you're religious, it's pretty it's pretty um, you know, straightforward. But if you're more like not truly, you know, that devout or that strongly religious, here's the problem. This is a big issue in Canada right now. This is not a new issue. If ever, if you're old enough, can you remember? Do you remember Dr. Kevorkian? 
Um, the the messed up part about paying a doctor to kill you is that many of the people, this is what they don't want people to know. Many of the people who are desperate to have the government kill them have been buried in debt by that same government healthcare. Now, American healthcare has the same problem. Okay. I don't think, you know, I'm not going to get all patriotic about America number one. Uh, our healthcare system in America is hot trash. There are many problems with it. There are also many problems with quote unquote free healthcare. Because when the government has to pay for your healthcare, suddenly they come up with programs like literal suicide booths, which is what they have. You know, it's some fancy thing to go do, you know? I, you know, I would argue that we need to do better as a country and not allowing people to be buried in so much debt that their only option is to kill themselves. If I was a Canadian, but the number of assisted suicides in Canada are massively on the rise. Now for me, somebody who's like, you know, I'm, I'm becoming more religious each day. It feels like, but I understand if somebody has a terminal illness and they want to go out on their own by their own, on their own terms. I re actually respect that. I'm not saying, you know, maybe God will say to you, sorry, you were meant to suffer till the bitter end and then die. You're going to hell. Maybe that's what people, uh, what religious people would say. I don't really want to adjudicate that. I'm just saying my opinion is that if you have some, if you have terminal cancer or you have, you know, terminal, whatever, whatever, and you don't want to waste away in a hospital, I don't care. I mean, I, I, you know, I, I would respect that decision if it was like a family or friend of mine, you know, if like, you know, my best friend had terminal cancer and he was like, bro, you know, I've had a hundred million, uh, um, chemotherapies. I don't want to go back anymore. I just want to live and do whatever, you know, Hey, come to Vegas with me. And, uh, at the end, you know, I'm going to go, uh, uh, bungee jumping and not connect the bungee or whatever, you know? Um, I don't, I respect that. Not you get what I mean. I can understand that. Maybe that's a better word. The problem is the people that are taking advantage advantage of made, which is the fancy way of, of just calling it like government assisted suicide is that people with mental health problems are doing it. People are getting approved for it for wider and wider variety of reasons, you know, and now they want to have 12 year olds do it. You know, it's, uh, it's sick. But I saw somebody in chat saying that like a few years from now, uh, MAID will be one of the leading causes of death. And I, 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 I don't disagree with that. 
And, you know, I, I, it's so dystopian, you know, we see these ads, right? Like for Ascension, you know, it, they're like memeing on it, but it's here, you know, it's here. Dying with dignity is one thing, but having a 12 year old decide that, Hey, I just, I'm cool to die. I don't, you know, it just gets so weird. When people, when the woke talk about reducing carbon, you're the carbon they want to reduce. Just remember that. You know, they're the ones, they're the ones that, you know, want you, this is, I mean, it's sick. People with mental health problems applying for this. I think is very different than somebody who's 90 years old and can't even breathe on their own. You know, that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's messed up. Very messed up. Yeah, it'll be the leading cause of death, but they'll spin it to blame depression and other things and not the assholes who euthanize the kid. Yeah, I mean, like... I think with like Dr. Kevorkian, I don't remember how that all shook out for him. Um, but like, I, I understand that this, I don't get, you know, when the government, when the one woman that did it, they did an interview of, of, of a woman that did this, you know, in Canada who just like opted to kill herself. Um, one of the primary reasons she said is, is that she was buried in debt and she couldn't afford. It's like, um, I mean, you remember the death panel, death panels in the death panels in Canada are a real thing. That's what you get with socialized medicine. Yeah. Kevorkian did lose. I remember. Yeah. But he was like a hundred or something. Right. If, I, if I'm remembering correctly, he was pretty old. How about a how about a story that will definitely? Yeah, he went to prison, but his process survived. Yeah, right. I the thing is when it's like Dr. Kevorkian, I don't like mercy killings. You know, you go into a hospital and you got, you know, both your legs blown off and, you know, they're keeping you alive in some weird situation, but the nurse like sneaks you a triple, a triple dose of morphine to put you, you know, I don't I actually, you know, if you, if, of course, if you ask for it, you know, like I, that kind of stuff, I understand this whole thing where you're going to have like, it's going to be like the DMV. So be like, Oh, do you have a one fifteen appointment to kill yourself? Come on in. Can I get you some animal crackers? Now, did you want to donate any of your organs? Yeah. Now, let's talk about some pedos. We'll see if I can dance around the words and record this in a fashion that I can actually get it out on YouTube as well as Rumble. One person in Canada was a veteran. Veteran. He requested a ram. I remember this. Yeah. 
He requested a ramp for his house. He was denied the ramp, but offered euthanasia instead. I remember that. Yeah. Logan's run in real time. Yep. I remember that story. Hey, can I, I'm, I can't, um, I'm in a, I'm in a wheelchair. I'd like, um, a $200 ramp installed at my house. Ah, uh, how about you kill yourself? And by the way, you know, damn well, that industry probably, you know, they're charging the government $80,000 to, to, to euthanize somebody. When a vet will, a veterinarian will do it for 40 bucks. But if because it's humans, they'll be they'll be charging the government like fifty grand. This I'm this I'm sure of. Ah, uh, yeah, it'd be cool if we could get um, you know, my my prescription for this manageable condition is getting a little expensive. Could we get some help with that? Mm, no, sorry. Yeah, the best we can do is kill yourself. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Start talking about BlackRock pedos and then suddenly the stream gets a little unstable. Now, the topic I'm about to talk about in this video is certainly not one that's going to be spread around on mainstream media, and it is one that absolutely requires uh, a second look, more investigation. Uh, there was a very spicy report this morning uh, put out by Steven Crowder uh, dealing with a topic that, uh, well, pot potentially connects some consumption of those type of videos, you know, the, uh, the, with people that are too young to star in those type of videos and uh, a large company that you might have heard of called BlackRock. Now, interestingly enough, I'm going to lead with some of the overview here and try to, you know, do my little dance to make sure that lots of people see this video. So if you're watching it, please leave a like on it and then take a second to share it to a different platform, share it wherever your platforms are. Uh, because this is very interesting stuff. So, um, you know how like you have a um, PDF file, you know, those things, you know, when you have a document and, and you want to have, uh, you know, you send a legal document, it comes as a PDF file format. Well, this is also like a PDF file. <laughs> Waterworth Crowder's Mug Club Undercover Unit. So they sent me this message or this video this morning, by the way. Uh, Undercover received a tip about a database of users that used to um, use a particular type of website, you know, a website that contains, you know, videos of, you know, kids. Okay, obviously, right? You know what I'm talking about, right? The leaked database includes over 5,000 individual emails. Now, I don't know if you saw this, but there was this story floating around this week talking about uh, how there was the quote-unquote mother of all leaks. I don't know if you saw that, but it is yet again time to change your passwords, everybody. Something like like billions of passwords leaked, something like that. It was in, insane, the amount. 
from Twitter, from old Twitter and a bunch of other websites. So I actually don't know if this, if this was from that leak where it came from or not, but you know, make sure update your passwords folks. Now the leak database included 5,000 individual email addresses, more than 10 online open source intelligence tools repeatedly associated a particular email, which was hero one, two, one at mail.com to only one person, BlackRock managing director, Abigail gold Geller. Now in the interest of not having, you know, people burst through my windows here, uh, you know, I have old email addresses that are I'm almost certainly associated with me that I haven't used in a lot of years. It's entirely possible that this is that case, right? Well, we'll have to continue to, you know, to look at the video for a little more evidence here. But, you know, I, I'm, I used to have an email address that was double O cool, um, you know, because I was double O cool. And, uh, you know, all sorts of other email addresses that I haven't used in, in years um, that might only be. So, so you get what I'm saying. So, OK. So, but anyway, 10 various 10 different tools all associated with this person. Um, now, Mug Club Undercover attempted to question Miss Geller, by the way, this is a woman, multiple times about the email address in question and the website. So essentially, these were users, these were wood chipper people using, uh, you know, this particular website, right? Geller's immediate reaction was to involve her legal counsel, high-profile attorney, Jack Bowman, Jack Bowman wrote, quote, I am advising you in the strongest possible terms not to publish this. Following multiple legal threats and denials without explanations, Louder with Crowder is publishing our findings. So here we go. Louder with Crowder has released a new investigative report into email addresses allegedly associated, allegedly associated with BlackRock Managing Director Abigail Goldgeller. The email address in question was found on a database of registered users of a dark web website known to the Department of Justice to engage in those type of videos. The website had been shut down in 2020. Geller, through her attorney Jack Bowman, has denied that the email belongs to or has ever belonged to her. However, no explanation has been given as to why or how these tools all point back to her. Now, it's very interesting to me, you know, all the various tools that they go through, right? I mean, the stuff, the kind of stuff that was on this website is heinous. We'll just say that, you know, heinous. Um, just vile, terrible stuff, things of that nature. The website. Yeah. And what is the newsworthy angle of course? It, it's hero one two one at mail dot com. Okay, that is not her email address. It has never been her email address. The allegation that that is any way associated with her is absolutely false. I'm telling you, the allegation that my client has anything to do with a child yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, their investigators kind of hate when they put all that intense music over it. It's too loud. Such a thing. 
So she comes back and says, you know, now who is this individual? Well, <clears throat> various tool, you know, various tools that look up this kind of person. With one possible name, BlackRock Managing Director Abigail Gold Geller. According to an article in the New York Times from November 15, 2015, titled Abigail Gold, Eric Geller, Abigail Gold and Eric Geller were married that Saturday evening on November 14, 2015 at the Pierre Hotel in New York. Okay. The article states Abigail's father, James Gold, retired as a partner and the managing director for mergers and acquisitions at Lazard, the investment bank in New York. And according to his LinkedIn, he was a senior advisor for Sawaya Partners, an investment bank in New York until 2020. Abigail's husband, Eric Geller, is a senior vice president of Jefferies, an investment bank in New York, and since 2018 has become managing director of Jefferies. He was previously a vice president of Citigroup from 2007 to 2012. Abigail's father-in-law is Jeffrey Geller, who has been a managing director of the asset management branch of J.P. Morgan Chase in New York. Isn't it funny? Like everybody, everybody is, you know, everybody has these high up positions. And Intellius.com also links Hero121 at Mail.com to an Abigail Gold Geller. However, this is the only background report which states the email was valid since October 3rd, 2010. To further corroborate our research, we decided to work with a private investigator to see if they would come up with a different conclusion. Using DelvePoint, a program that licensed private investigators use for their investigations, our private investigator obtained this comprehensive report which contains a wealth of information regarding an Abigail S. Gold, which appears corroborated by these other background checks, including the fact that Hero121 at Mail.com was allegedly an email of Abigail Gold. This private investigator was even Oops. able to take it a step further using DelvePoint, showing the addresses the email was used at. From these findings, it shows Hero121 at Mail.com was used two separate times by a person named Abigail Gold, as well as Gold Abigail, at a property she owns in New York City. Now that is a very interesting part, <clears throat> right? Like, it's not just, you know, it's not just that, hey, this is some weird email address, some old email address you never used. It looks like they went and found out that this particular email uh, must be, you know, according to uh, various, um, you know, searches, it was used at her home. So we have multiple tools that are associating this email address with this woman. We also have a tool that is saying they were used at a home that she owned. Now, is it possible that her husband set up this account and was using it? It's possible, right? I don't really think that like Hero121 uh, does, it doesn't really seem like the type of uh, like a, a, a female email address, but I guess I, I don't know, you know, that, that that could just be being, you know, completely biased. Lending more credibility that this could be Abigail's email and she was the one using it. Unfortunately, the report does not indicate when she used this email and for what purpose. To recap, four of these background checks say hero121 at mail.com has been valid since June 6, 2018. One of these background checks says four years ago, and another says it was sourced five years ago. And another background check indicates it was valid since October of 2010. 
However, what all 11 of these background checks strongly suggest is hero121 at mail.com does in fact belong to an Abigail Gold Geller. The inconsistencies in the information seem to indicate that these identity verification services source their data from different data providers. However, we do not know that for a fact. So we reached out to Bree Fernandez of Social Catfish Investigations to see if she would come up with a different conclusion. By sending her just the email hero121 yeah. at mail.com, she sent back a report indicating the email does belong to an Abigail Gold Geller. On June 26, 2023, hero121 at mail.com was deactivated, a very easy thing to do on mail.com. It's also important to note that the email was still deactivated as of September 13, 2023. Despite the overwhelming evidence that this email, hero121 at mail.com, which was found in the database of users from rapey. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I almost cut that off. I almost kept it. I almost kept it clean. Almost. 11.11. I'll have to remember to cut that out. But so you basically have, um, you know, in my experience, you know, these, you know, generally women are not the ones consuming it. They're the ones, in, in, in some cases, they're the ones creating it. Um, you know, I don't know. This seems like, you know, a pretty you know, a pretty, it is her email address. It seems like it is, right? It seems like there's some evidence for that. But the, and the way the lawyer reacted, any such publication would be an intentional and malicious falsehood subjecting you and any person or organization acting in concert with you to compensatory and punitive damages and other sanctions. If you proceed, we will pursue all available legal remedies against those individuals and entities, I reiterate the demand in my letter that you immediately provide the supposed documentation or other material that you claim to have supporting any allegations against Ms. Geller that you and or your organizations and its personnel preserve all documents relating to her in any way. So they're going to probably sue Crowder. Now, what does this, you know, this particular stuff I can't, I'm not going to say that it, you know, it proves it beyond a reasonable doubt. You know, I, I don't, I don't think, you know, I know that website is, was real at one time. It did have users. It did get shut down. I, in fact, I remember the news story about it. Um, the fact that this particular email address was used, I don't exactly think that that's the smoking gun. You know what I mean? You'd have to like subpoena this mail company and get a history of the emails probably. I would suspect, you know, you'd have to get some sort of, you know, email documentation. Um, you know, it, it's very, it's spicy. You know, it's spicy. I, I don't think it's quite the smoking gun that that it could be. But it does warrant some questions about, you know, hey, maybe mail.com has some email correspondence that would vindicate, by the way, this woman, right? Maybe Abigail could just tell mail.com, like, hey, I need a history of emails that came from here. I'm being accused of something heinous. Um, and then she could provide those emails and be like, look, this isn't me using the account. Or, you know, Discovery itself would uh, probably, if she says, you know, Discovery would vindicate her. So, um, It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how this checks out. But uh, 
Ooh boy, potentially, potentially a spicy meatball. Now I don't know if I'm gonna publish that because I'm not. I don't feel like getting sued. Oh look at that. X just. X just suspended another journalist. Interesting. I don't know who this is. Maybe there'll be enough for O'Keefe to spring off of. Yeah. I feel like it would be real, you know, lawyering up immediately. I don't think is, it's not an admission of guilt, you know, but, you know, I feel like if someone was accusing me of pedophilia or child porn, uh, <laughs> you know, that's a pretty, that's a pretty big, pretty big accusation. Yeah, I mean, if she if she comes out and says, like, hey, you can pull the email addresses, pull the emails. That may be what I what I thought or what I would say is, like, hey, uh, hypothetically, if I were innocent, I'd be like, go ahead and pull the email address. I never use that email address. Why don't you subpoena mail.com and, uh, you know, look at the historical emails. You know, I feel like it'd be pretty easy to prove or disprove. Did you see this shit? A bunch of chai comms harassing some guy just for playing the piano. To not to reach your hand to my friend. And, and don't I don't want you friend. to shout, mate. No, no, that's shout fine. Me. If you don't reach your hand, I'm not, are you going to apologize? Are you in the communist party or something? Stop judging. Stop judging. Why are you calling us communists? Why? We got the flag of any country. Why are you discriminating a different country? Why are you dis discriminating a different country? Why are you getting excited? Because you're discriminating another country. How am I discriminating? Yeah, you're saying we're communists for holding a flag. You are a communist. A communist flag in your hand. Oh my God. Is that not, no, is that a all that thing. And she, he was trying to reach, no, he was trying to reach his hand to my friend. We can't protect ourselves. We have to protect ourselves. We need him to apologize for my friend. Why? So he's done something wrong and I can't. No, no, no. They have right. We don't want to camera us. That's fine. That's fine. All this, by the way, he was playing the piano in a public place and these communists instead of just walking by, stopped and demanded he delete his live stream. By the way, the guy has 2.2 million subscribers. Emotional damage. No, it's alright, we're just getting them mate. It's so the, right. the original right. issue is that we were appreciating the music, we're appreciating the music and they were filming us and we're nicely coming here saying, please don't don't film us, don't use the image. That's all we're trying to say. 
That's all we're trying to say. It's such a shame because you played the best piano. I know. Yeah, we love the music too. Leave them to it then. Leave them to it. We love the music. Anyway, all I said was you've got communist flag. You're telling me what to do. We're in Britain now. We are not telling you to do. We say we please. By the way, these shitty cops. Look at this bubbles-looking cop. They were trying. They were trying to give him a ticket. By the way. Like these cops are trying to tell him, hey, you got to delete the video, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's the thing. Man. We, she just said, do not live stream this. Bullshit. Bullshit. I will live stream it. Why do they have such stupid hats? God, those police hats look retarded. I know I have UK viewers, you know. I love you, but your cops look like retards. Look at both of these people look retarded. And I don't even like to use that word. But they both look retarded. Well, there we go. So we've got a few people from China telling us that we're not allowed to film. Listen. Thank you, mate. I'm so sorry. What annoyed me more, I was like, let's celebrate the end of that piece. Before we could even clap you. Shouldn't get the police as their private security. I think it's a disgrace. said that, they? said that. And on top of that, Kerry, you told me to stop filming, and then you said there's an allegation. Now, if I didn't have my camera, how would I prove my innocence? Exactly. This is the state of the cops in the UK. Like, a couple of commies from China accused him of racism. Um, and if he didn't have his camera, they probably would have ticketed him. You know what? I know they are causing the fuss. I am not causing the fuss. I'm just standing up for myself, right? Yeah, the fuss being caused, and I've come up to deal with it. Oh, no, listen, Kerry. Listen, you can't say that. What, they're from China? You can't well, say that. Say, say what? You can't say they're from China? They're from China. China. The virus is from China. They're from China. Without the S. I saw, sorry exactly, for the effort. but you know but exactly got, what you Listen, they there. are waving a communist flag, and I said, you're waving a communist flag. Is that racist, to say they've got a communist flag? It's very close, isn't it? Look. I'm just playing at the piano. They stood by the piano. I was filming. By the way, they... This is how stupid the UK cops are. They actually... Court, Hi, Dr. K they here. quartered off the guitar now, the or the uh, piano. Crazier and crazier. So I just wanted to pop on very quickly to give you an update. So basically what's happened is my good friend Terry, you know, my mate Terry Miles, check out his YouTube channel, was down in uh, St. Pancras today to do a live stream um, on the piano. And the station have cordoned off the piano and put two guards on either side of the piano so I've, I've put the picture in the thumbnail 
of this video and that that video is saying today so the the, the piano uh, is now cordoned off and they've got two guards standing <laughs> standing by you can't make this stuff up um, now what I want you to know is that piano is quite a famous piano because it was actually donated by Elton John to the station about four or five years ago so Elton donated it and he actually his signature is on the top of the piano um, and they've put some sort of uh, plastic over it to protect it. But that is actually Elton John's piano, which he gave to the station. And I've just been in touch with um, a journalist from the Daily Express who has contacted Elton, his um, PR team, to get a comment on the fact that now his piano is no longer available for public use. So... Um, this gets crazier and crazier. So they shut down the piano. I mean, like, what in the hell are you doing, UK police? China, all to a piece. China. China. Chicken to China, the Chinese chicken. Very odd. Very odd. I'm proud to be an American. Where at least I know I'm free. Okay, uh, hey. This live stream brought to you. By gutcleanseprotocol.com. Speaking of digestive issues, this is caused by a potential toxin that's in all of the, quote, healthy foods that scientists have been telling us to eat with a fraudulent food pyramid for the longest time. All this potential toxins cause digestive issues, according to Dr. Gundry, a world-renowned cardiologist. This is affecting millions of people nationwide. Warning signs include weight gain and fatigue and digestive discomfort and stiff joints. Even skin problems. Well, Dr. Gundry explains these side effects are often mistaken for normal signs of aging because digestive issues develop usually over a matter of years and sometimes even decades. I can assure you that the damage is probably caused by these, quote, health foods as far as it's far from normal. The good news is you can easily fix the problem from your own home. It's very simple. You just have to know which foods are actually healthy and which contain this hidden potential toxin. You can go find out yourself over at gutcleanseprotocol.com slash quart, Q-U-A-R-T, link in the description. Description That's gutcleanse with an E, protocol.com slash quart, link also in the description. Because after years of research, Dr. Gundry has decided to release an informative video to the public free and uninterrupted, showcasing exactly which foods you need to avoid. Go find that video at gutcleanse.protocol slash quart, Q-U-A-R-T. And click or click the link in the description below. This is an interesting older story, an interesting older tale, a funny one um, that has recently kind of gone reviral. Reviral. It's gone reviral because that's what. The internet does now in the modern Twitter era. Nothing is new. Everything is old and regurgitated, recycled, reused, reduced. 
all that kind of stuff. Let's talk about it. The video was widely circulating yesterday all around Twitter slash X or whatever you want to call it of a, um, a YouTuber who uh, got caught, well, just being totally awful, um, accidentally posting, she accidentally posted a video coaching her own child to cry over her dog passing away. And I don't know if you know me and my relationship with animals. I have three annoying German shepherds and five cats. I've always been uh, a home for strays and things of that nature. I even have a video on this channel about the passing of my dog and that, uh, you know, people still email me to this day and, um, um, say that, you know, it's helped them. And, you know, I talk to a lot of people will email me when they lose a pet or, you know, whatever. It's sadly something when you, when you adopt a lot of animals, you go through it a lot. It never gets any easier. Um, but I, I just want to show you this clip, um, because, you know, in its entirety, because I just want to show you just how bad, how evil the quest for clout can be. And um, this, again, is a video that this YouTuber willingly uploaded, I mean, accidentally uploaded the wrong clip to their YouTube channel in an effort to go viral. Now, if this makes you mad, um, know that this is a video that appears to have resurfaced from a while ago, but I thought it was an interesting attempt, just to, or interesting case study to look at from you know, the uh, perspective of people online, family vloggers and things like that. And if it makes you mad, leave a like on the video. And if you haven't yet, please do that. And if you're enjoying the video, wherever you're watching, YouTube, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, please do follow me. Now, this is the video that she accidentally uploaded. It's crazy, no, no matter how much you know about positive mindset law of attraction it doesn't matter how much you're educated on that when you're in the moment it's still so hard to not feel sad i'm gonna let you guys go i need to go be there for christian i just wanted to give you an update because so many of you turned on the countdown reminders for my new video today and you wanted to see our big news please pray for her i know she's gonna make it through she's an amazing beautiful little girl and i can't wait for her to bring her home and be part of our family she's absolutely you know, you can look at this and tell that she's faking it. The kid looks genuinely sad. So if you could pray for us, we appreciate it. I love you guys. Bye. Now, here's the end of the video. She thought. She thought. That was the end of the video. Come here. Come closer for the video. Come closer. Come closer. Come closer. Put your head, put your head right here. Come closer. closer. Down. Put your head down here. Act like you're crying really quick. I am crying. Go like this. No, Mom, I'm actually seriously crying. No, I know, but go like this for the video. Go like this, put one hand up. I'm so, I can't. I just can't.
Like, uh, you know, again, this video, because, you know, I'm only addressing it because it, went, it was going viral again. But this is, you know, this is from a little while ago. Yep, go like this. No, go like this. Put your hand like this. But let them see your mouth. Let them see your mouth. Oh, mom, I'm actually crying. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Look at me, look at me. I'm actually crying. I know, look at me, look at me. Look at the camera, look at the camera. What? <laughs> By the way, it's not even centered. Single mom energy. <laughs> oh my god. Got to make sure you get those clicks. Now, let's talk about, you know, being sure to get those clicks because I saw this all over Twitter yesterday, you know, all over Twitter yesterday. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that this happened some time ago. And this article was released yesterday <laughs> just when you think you've seen it all you've seen something so outrageous it boggles the mind there's nothing worse than childhood child finding out you've lost a beloved family pet whether it's a dog cat or even your first guinea pig losing an animal is usually the first time a kid experiences grief that's probably true what most kids don't experience however is having a parent exploit their grief for views YouTube star Jordan Cheyenne was known for posting beauty and lifestyle content with videos teaching women on how to be girl bosses. <laughs> oh my God, this is even better looking back at it now. I love that this is even, that this is like, now <laughs> she was teaching women how to be girl bosses. And prepping healthy meals, she doesn't look very healthy, for losing weight. She actually had reached a pretty decent following of over 500,000 people on YouTube and 130,000 followers on Instagram before posting the now infamous video. That is so wild. 500,000 subs on YouTube means she was probably making, I mean, depending on her video output, you know, Several thousand dollars a month. Several thousand dollars a month. And she gave it all up by forgetting to trim off the end of her video where she was uh, coaching her grieving child on how to make the best thumbnail. The video was titled, We Are Heartbroken. Shores Cheyenne telling her eight-year-old son that their dog had contracted parvo, which can cause severe illness in un, uh, unjabbed dogs. Her son is seen crying in the background as Cheyenne asks if the audience would pray for them and their dog. Then, after she thinks she's turned off the video, the unthinkable happens. Now, what I think was great was the apology. You know, by the way, you know, parvo, you know, it's... um. <laughs> It's a, it's an issue with, you know, uh, you know, depending on how old 
the puppies are. If it's a puppy, the mortality rate is nearly, it's over 90%. Hardly any puppies survive parvo. Older dogs, they can generally defeat it. It actually flips to where just 10% of adult dogs don't survive parvo. So, you know, parvo is obviously something very concerning in a puppy, but uh, not in an adult dog. I mean, 10% is still like a pretty good, um, you know, that's a pretty scary rate, you know? I love you guys. <laughs> come here, come closer for the video. Where's the I apology? Like you know what that means. We got to... Well, I'm not going to go through this whole thing, I guess. You have as How can I make money? So... She later deleted the entire account saying, I want people to know that I've deleted my channel. People think I deactivated my channel, but I deleted it. I have no sponsors, no pay, no monetization. I've given it all up to be behind the scenes and extremely present with my child and get us both counseling. Of course, nothing lasts forever. Cheyenne later reactivated her YouTube account where she continues to post beauty and lifestyle videos for her followers. It's difficult to say whether she's learned anything from the experience but at least her son doesn't seem to be a prop in any more of her videos. I mean, yikes. But again, this is a, again, to point out, this is a video that, again, was around several years ago. And multiple mainstream news outlets are now reporting on it as like it's brand new. And here she is. 515,000 subs. Looks like she has lost weight. And she hasn't uploaded in six months, but it appears to still be, she appears to still hey guys, be getting, ugh. Oh, they have their comments turned off, probably because they're getting ruthlessly mocked in every single comment section. They're probably like, yeah, no wonder. Yeah, so they, they still have their comments off and their Instagram. Let's see if anybody, if they allow comments on their Instagram, I'm guessing. Nope. <laughs> and all the comments are also disabled there. This is somebody that still is probably getting ruthlessly crushed now, rightfully so for probably one of the most embarrassing moments in internet history. And she's clearly learned some Photoshop skills and how to edit a little bit better, at least in my opinion. What a garbage human. People like that never change whatsoever. I hope you enjoyed this video, and I hope she has a terrible day. Yeah, dumb whore. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to upload that or not, because I know that it's, you know, I know that it's older, but, I mean, it's kind of relevant in that it's kind of everywhere. It's still being covered. So I was thinking like, eh, maybe I'll just, you know, I almost think, I almost think I, I almost think that I dunked on this broad before. I think I dunked, I think I dunked on her before. I know I saw everyone saying that in chat that it's an old video. I mean, I, I acknowledged it like, I don't know, half a dozen times in the video. You know, I said I didn't present it as a new. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't present it as a new video, you know.
double roasted brought to you by coffee brand coffee oh dumb whore Uh, upload and do a fake cry in the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> Doobie-dooby-doo. Like an old story you did on defund the... What are you talking... Wait, like... Oh, I missed that. The camera's out of focus. Sure is. Put a Jack Murphy beard around her. Yeah. I know I need to get more practical effects. I need to get more practical effects. The only way to get that is if five of you join the basement right now. The basement is my locals community. And you can get in there simply by clicking the word the basement or below the chat, there's usually an option to join the local, join my locals. Thequartering.locals.com. If five people join the locals right now, I'll order a new practical effect. I'm thinking a kazoo or perhaps one of those things called like the, you know, there's like a, you spin it around. It's like, it's like, a, I, I think we used to just call them noisemakers. There's a link in the chat. It's five bucks a month. We need a live in-house sound effects team. Yeah. Like old time radio. Like old time radio? Why is there so much reverb? Like old time radio. A rattle trap, is that what they're called? Yeah. A big honking clown nose. Think about how I could get like a shelf next to us and I could have, you know, all these things. A slide trom trombone. What's the slide trombone noise? Blah, blah. Is that that is that what that is? Oh yeah, no, I think cowbell was the I think that cowbell was uh <laughs> I think the I think the cowbell was the was the one. All right. Where are we going here? We've got more news. We've got more news. Hey, Jeremy, got my month CBC sub and the premium roast arrived with a blank label. Did you know what you're serving up this month? Is it a light roast? I can tell you it's a light roast. It's had a blank la label. Can you eat? I mean, I'm going to tell you right now what it is, but can you email me at the quartering at gmail.com? I need to, you know, I need to address that with um, my team. Uh, this month is a Java... Bondawoso. Tasty notes are sweet stone fruit, floral silky, light roast. It is from Bondawoso, East Java. And this is actually a uh, very interesting lactic roasting process. Yeah, just email me so I can, um, you know, with your order number, so I can, like, 
just check on these, you know, talk to my fulfillment about it. That never should have happened. Admonishments are coming. Uh, King of Biltong, good afternoon from Anton's in Roanoke, Texas. Free shipping on your Biltong with code THEQ, one word, on landandbiltong.com and antonusa.com. Looking for a high-protein snack alternative? Get some Biltong. That's right. I had some Biltong today. Focus in. Couple more topics for you, friends. Ah, feminism. First wave, second wave feminism. Hey, I fully supported it. I support a women's right to vote, even though some people are going back on that and 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 second guessing it these days. I still stand with you, ladies, in your right to vote. Third wave feminism, though, was uh, made up oppression. Third wave feminism destroyed women, destroyed the nuclear family, made women go down that girl boss, I'm a strong independent whammon who don't need no man path, only to now be in their late 30s, early 40s, many of them single moms that are unmarried and unhappy. Feminism was third wave feminism was a lie sold to women to make them miserable. Now, I don't feel bad for them because of all the horrible things they said about men over the years. But here's a very interesting story. A single man enrages a girl after he asks her for to pay half for the date. Feminist until time to split the bill. I asked my Tinder date to split the bill with me on our first date, and she was furious. And so are thousands of others. There's absolutely nothing wrong with splitting the bill, especially if it's a first date. Now, as I've gotten older, my opinion on who pays for the date has kind of changed. It should be whoever asks you out on the date. If the woman asks, then she should pay. If the man asks, then he should pay. But I think that you also want to work that out in your couple. For example, when I was young and dating and stuff like that, it was like, it was like whoever had the money, you know, if we went out to dinner, it was like, Oh, I have $7. She has $13. Okay. We can go to Perkins. We can go to George Webb's or whatever the, you know, whatever the case is. Um, now that I'm older, if I were on the dating scene, you know, if I asked a woman out, the expectation that I would lay on myself is that I pay for everything. Now I wouldn't be using hookup apps like Tinder, but that's neither here nor there. A single man has in, in, in ignited a fierce debate of insisting on splitting the bill with his Tinder date. The man from Miami, Florida, who goes by the username The Water Boy, asked the woman out to dinner for a first date, but she was not pleased when he made her pay for half the meal. While secretly recording the encounter, he's, that's not also... If, if we're talking about trust, I don't know about all that. Uh, the woman passive-aggressively threw down her credit card and asked, Why are we splitting the bill? He replied, well, I mean, it's our first date, so I thought we should maybe go half. The awkward conversation was shared on TikTok and left thousands furious, with many women arguing that the man should have paid for the date since he was the one who asked the woman out in the first place. Now, I would generally agree with that. If you asked her out, then you should pay. However, uh, I think 
the woman should not have the expectation of him paying for everything and splitting the bill was clearly a test. So I thought we should maybe go half. I can't believe you made us split the bill. I mean, <laughs> you ordered an appetizer that I didn't even touch. Why do you think that I should pay for Okay, but you it? asked me out. I know, but you ordered something you that I did. You asked me out. Alright, I'll just take you home and... Yeah. Alright, see ya. Hello? She's so Hello. pissed. See ya. He's so pissed. <laughs> oh my God. Tinder day. Now, I would say again, I would say that he, he did ask her out and therefore should have paid. Okay, that's, that's what I would say. Tinder date was. And a lot of women say, I'm with her. You asked her out for the date. You pay. The fact that he tried to argue about the appetizer speaks volumes bro if you invite you pay if not let her know so she can have the choice right from the start my man flew in from another state to take me on our first date because because he did this i offered to pay for our dinner he still wouldn't let me pay um basically everybody's roasting him um you know i think that it's it was probably a test and probably maybe the most awkward ride home ever To me, I think uh, her the the entitlement that she had to towards the idea of even having to split the bill tells you a lot. Um, also, to be fair to my lady viewers, um, the fact that he was filming it doesn't look that great for him. You know what I mean? Like the comments roasting him, by the way, are all chicks. Every one of these are chicks who are mad. Like all these are chicks roasting him. You know, if I pulled out my wallet and insist we split, date's gone wrong. If you ask to split, date's gone wrong. You weren't seeing her again. He probably, what people are saying is you didn't like her anyway. I'm so proud of this queen. Queen. I, I mean, I, I'm not, so all these girls are pissed at him. I think, quite frankly, it's not exactly, uh, you know, it's not exactly great to be filming your date. Now, here's what I think might have happened. He met this chick. Didn't like her. They weren't vibing. Okay. So he decided, well, I'm going to get some content out of it. That's what my guess is. My guess is that he was not vibing with this chick at all and was like, hey, you know, I'm just going to make some content out of it. So he's kind of a douchebag too. I'll just put it that way. But it's not like he put her face out there. He didn't put her face on camera. He didn't put her name out there. All that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I think he's basically, you know, he's not that bad. 
Um, the women could be heard unbuckling her seatbelt, getting out of the car. The video has since been viewed 6.2 million times. One person encouraged the man to be a gentleman and pay the whole bill on future dates, and many agreed. Wrong. Wrong. They're, the expectation of men to pay for everything, um, is there an expectation of women that we could say is the same? I don't think so, right? Is the expectation that if you take her out to a nice, a nice dinner, that you're going to get a good old-fashioned on the way home? I don't think so. I, I mean, I know that's kind of a joke or a meme, but I don't think that that's really, uh, you know, that's not really an expectation. The expectation of men, there are many, of which there are many, in order to please women, but there are almost none for women. You know, I, I think my expectation or my, 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 by my estimation, he was not going out with this chick ever again. Um, and so he was like, well, screw this to be fair. I would say, you know, you ask her out, you should pay. But I grew up doing 50, 50 all the time or like. You pay for dinner, I pay for drinks, or I pay for drinks, you pay for dinner, or you pay for the Uber, and I'll pay for dinner. You want a girl. You want a girl who wants to pay her share. You might be thinking, Jeremy, you're going down the wrong path. The man should pay no matter what. Bull-only. The man should not pay no matter what. Absolutely not. Um, relationships are partnerships. And if the expectation from date one is that the man is going to pay for everything, unless the woman is willing to do, you know, to basically be subservient to the man, I can't imagine a good relationship starting out that way. You're basically a prostitute. If the girl offers to pay, that's a keeper. If she's willing to split or she's willing to be like, ah, it was like, you know, we had three drinks. Let me pay for a round or a common thing. That like normally I always pay, but if the person I'm with want is like doesn't want to get like big timed or whatever, they're not, I, they feel like they're getting. Big. I'm like, you pay the tip. You know, you want to pay the tip, you pay the tip. And we're, we're, whatever the case is, in, you know, in this situation. I mean, I think if you ask, you know, you might think, well, chivalry's dead. Well, it is because there used to be benefits to chivalry. Now, chivalry is just called toxic masculinity. If you open a door for a woman, you're oppressing her. You're in the wrong. You're saying, well, she can't open that door. I'm not saying that women, sh men shouldn't pay. I'm just saying if the expectation is that you're supposed to pay for everything all the time, well, then you're just a prostitute because you know, you're not bringing anything else to the relationship other than you know, your presence. Again, my guess is, yeah, and if you're wondering where chivalry went, women killed it. Um, you know, I think that ultimately uh, you want uh, someone who wants to pay the bill and then you pay it anyway. That's, that's the type of girl you'd want to go out on a second date for. Like, let me throw something in. No, no, it's cool. It's straight. It's cool. You know, I don't think you want some girl who's the expectation is that she's going to have six drinks on your tab and you're going to pay for it all. 
That's insane. If she makes no attempt to pay for it whatsoever, she's she's for the streets. You know, like um, if it's a first date, you don't owe her anything, and she should. You know, there's the expectation to be. You know, she should at least be trying to. But I guess that's my opinion. I suppose people will tell me if I'm if I'm wrong in the comments or not. But uh, I, I think that he's getting a lot of unfair heat. But he's also not exactly some kind of super ultra Chad for finding some shallow girl and filming her and putting it on TikTok. That's that's like lady behavior too. But you know, I'll be interesting to hear what you have to say. I'm not trying to single you out either on the chivalry thing, SRT bull. Um, you're coming from a place, bitches be shopping. You're coming from a, a place where I, I agree with you that you know men should pay. And I said, if he asked her out, then he should pay. However, the interaction between men and women these days is very different. And it's been... There, there, there was an expectation. There was a social contract, a construct, where yeah, men paid for this, that, and the other thing, and in exchange, women did this, that, and the other thing. Well, women stopped doing this, that, and the other thing, but kept their expectations that men should pay for everything. You know, I mean, I would, I wouldn't be. Well, here's where the guy made the mistake: is I wouldn't be on a date with a woman that I didn't want to pay for. You know what I mean? But the the fact of the matter is, this woman sounds like a twat, and uh, you know, at that point, <laughs> you know, pay pay for your own shit. If she, if you've seen the stories I've seen about women on Tinder who just use guys for free dinners and all this kind of crap, I do want to go back to a time where chivalry was was uh, rewarded. I do. I do. I agree with you, Bull, hundred percent. The problem is it isn't anymore. Chivalry is is viewed as toxicity. It's it's something to be um, admonished. It's something to, you know. Commander Kim says, if I'm asked out, I expect the man to pay the bill. But I'm not a feminist. Know that you're asking out a feminist or traditionalist before you ask them out. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And the thing is, like all the all the right wing news outlets were were framing that story like she was a feminist when there was no indication that she was any kind of feminist. You know what I mean? There was no indication. I agree that if... The, well, first of all, if you're asking how I would handle it, if I asked out a woman, I would pay. If a woman asked me out, I would pay. That's how I handle my business. But... I would also not take a date with somebody that I didn't want to pay for. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, hookup apps like Tinder and all this stuff, you end up with a lot of people who um you end up with a lot you end up dating a lot. You do you you get a lot of quantity instead of quality. So if you're on your, you know, your fifth Tinder date of that month, uh, or of that week, it starts to get expensive. You know, so I guess I, I understand that. But 
I pay. I pay when I take my guy friends out. Like, I don't let my guy friends pay. All right. Dooby dooby doo. We will terminate every diversity, equity, and inclusion program. And that will the head of the ICE and Border Patrol to begin the largest deportation program in American history. He's getting a lot of help from Vivek. I think Vivek really helps center his talking points a lot more. Yeah, usually when I um usually when I go on a date, uh I make sure we talk about business so it's a write-off. Uh that's because you're internet famous and they think you're rich. Yeah. That's actually a, a real problem, to be honest with you. You know, I'm not rich. People think I'm rich. So sometimes when I pay for shit, there's like this, there gets to be this expectation with people sometimes. Like, I, I don't mind paying for things. Like, I like to pay for things, especially if I ask. But then you are right. I do have some people in my life that, just kind of start assuming I'm going to pay for everything all the time. You know? It's a free money. Yeah, it's an infinite, it's an infinite money glitch. <laughs> People are like, you have 1.5 million subs. You must make $1.5 million a day. No, <laughs> no. All right. You know, all this great uh, reimagining, you know, all these movies that Disney, Hollywood, and other places have all reimagined and how they've all been massive successes at the box office. Oh wait, none of them have been? And it's all it's all your fault? Oh. Didn't that didn't making Little Mermaid black didn't it make us like a, a zillion dollars? Oh no, it didn't it lost money? Oh, what about Lightyear, where there's you know two chicks and they have they bought a baby and then they kiss in the in the children's movie? Didn't that make money? Oh, that lost money too. Oh, raspberries, raspberries. I thought. Well, anyway, remember it's a Wonderful Life and Wizard of Oz. You know, two timeless movies. Um, in particular, Wizard of Oz, which. Even if you watch today, I just watched it again last year, probably since the first time since I was a kid, and it basically still held up. Um, you know those great movies? Well, what if... I know they're great, and they've been great you know, for more than 100 years in The Wizard of Oz's case, I believe. 
But what if I told you that they could be even better? What if I told you that I could improve them and I have the perfect person to do it? Would you leave a like on the video right now? I think you should because I have the solution to improving Wizard of Oz and a wonder, it's a wonderful life. Are you ready for this? We're going to make the stars black. I can hear your applause right now. That's right. Filmmaker Kenya Barris is now directing new diverse remakes of The Wizard of Oz and A Wonderful Life. Quote, I think it's a perfect time to sort of switch off the characters. How about you create your own thing? How about you create your own products or you create your own movies or you create your own stories? I can't wait for the all-white version of Roots. How about that? Legendary Hollywood gems like Wizard of Oz and the Christmas classic It's a Wonderful Life are both getting what director and writer Kenya Barris is calling a diverse reboot. Speaking to Variety at Sundance Film Festival, Barris confirmed he's working on scripts for both films and giving the Judy Garland 1939 movie a new look with a story told from a different point of view. I think we all know what a different point of view means. The original Wizard of Oz took place during the Great Depression and it was about self-reliance and what people were going through, Barris told the outlet. Yeah? Don't, don't you think that still rings through today? I think this is the perfect time to switch the characters and talk about uh, and talk about what someone imagines their life could be, he added. It's ultimately a hero's journey. Someone thinks something's better than where they're at, and they go and realize where they're at is where they should be. Wow, thanks for explaining The Wizard of Oz. Even four-year-olds understood. But I want people to be proud and happy from where they're from, Barris continued. But I want the world to take a look at it and hope that it will come through. The blackish creator also talked about his remake of the 1946 Frank Capra starring Jimmy Stewart. And he said his plans to tell the story, but with a person of color instead. Wow. I mean, the movie's only been renowned and watched every Christmas for 80 years across the entire country. Imagine, imagine thinking that needed to be fixed. I mean, I am genuinely asking Imagine that, imagine thinking that needs to get fixed. Quote, I feel like Christmas movies are amazing. And I think the idea of taking something that has a long, that long of a history and a tale behind it and putting an amazing piece of talent to tell this, or how about write your own? It's a guy who's trying to help out his community and thinks there's going to turn around on him. He added, I think that's the perfect story to tell for a person of color black or brown to get that because our communities have the same issues and someone trying to help that community out. I think it's the perfect vehicle to tell that story. 
During his appearance on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, he spoke a bit about the upcoming project he was working on with diverse characters. Uh, that was a twist on the Wizard of Oz story. I think that this is the best time to turn a mirror on society because we need to see ourselves. And I want to do it with diverse... Are these? Do these idiots create anything? I'm, I am dead serious. Do they create anything? Anything. Is there anything that they create? Or are they constantly fishing through successes of other people and thinking, hey, I can just make put a chick in it and make it gay? I don't even understand. It's like locusts. Going from beloved movie to beloved movie and saying, how can I make this worse? Why don't, if, you, if you're like, hey, we don't have any awesome Christmas movies from a black perspective, why don't you create one? Wasn't one of the Friday movies a kind of a Christmas movie? Wasn't it? Or am I wrong in remembering that? Anyway. Barris told Fallon his version of Dorothy is a girl who lives in Inglewood and someone comes up and she ends up in Underhood, which is right outside of Oz, and it takes place from there. I want to make people think, but I also want to make them feel good. Well, you know what makes me feel good? Pop it in Wizard of Oz. I don't even understand what on earth... How on earth he thought Dorothy now lives in Inglewood, California Barris previously said the remake will also be LGBTQ inclusive. What's great about this? What's great about this is it's going to fail miserably. Remember the Michael Jackson remake? That was a thing too. It's going to fail miserably. And you know who they're going to blame? White people. We already have our movie. We have Wizard of Oz. By the way, you don't have to be white to enjoy that film. But why would I need another Wizard of Oz? You see, both will fail miserably. Um, the first one, we already have The Wiz. So a remake of something that's already been race swapped. Um, you know, of course, the Ryan Gosling as George Floyd. Um, you know, I, I just can't, why can't these people write their own stories? They just steal everything and rewrite, write it to their viewpoints. Well, that's why it all fails, right? I mean, that's why it fails. It's, it's so comical now, like how, like how we can always basically, uh, we can always basically predict how these stories end. I can't wait. Here's Disney, well-established franchise, and then they swap in gay stuff, Disney. I mean, I don't even understand 1948, $70,000 in today's money, 2024, $10 million. Yeah, one looks like a turd. I don't, um, you know, I don't know how you would describe it. it's a perfect time to switch the characters. 
I suspect a perfect time to switch the characters means that you got a big check or something like that. You know, we can all tune in to Wizard of Wakanda. We can tune in to... Now, I can't wait to hear lines about how the Tin Man's non-binary. Like, I don't, I don't even... Like, at this point, it's just so pathetic and so tired and so predictable that it's like... I view these people as a, a plague on creativity, a plague on society. That man is not creating anything. Someone handed him a check and said, hey, here's a cool idea. Take an original character and make him black and then whine and complain when nobody watches it, just like Rob Yin Hood. I assume the copyright or something must have expired or something. Go ahead and make your movie. I'm not saying you shouldn't make it, but don't come complaining to the rest of us when nobody watches it. That's all I ask. I don't want to hear anything about how white people weren't ready for your version or about how we're not ready for this or that. You make your own original product, maybe I'll go see that. As far as I know, Blackish, the television show, is extremely popular. But uh, yeah, no, I won't be watching any race swapped Wizard of Oz or woke versions of It's a Wonderful Life or whatever crap you decide to destroy. Hard pass. Black Hercules, you say that as a joke, but that's a real thing. That's a that's a real thing. Well, that's where we're going to end today's show. It's been a wonderful show with all of you. Again, I want to thank this video sponsor for sponsoring the show. Always extremely helpful. That's from gutcleanseprotocol.com slash quartz. Speaking of digestive issues, this is caused by a potential toxin that's on all foods, all quote healthy foods, the scientists have been telling us to eat with fraudulent food pyramid for the longest time. And this potential toxin causes digestive issues. According to Dr. Gundry, a world-renowned cardiologist, this is affecting millions of people nationwide. Warning signs include weight gain, fatigue, digestive discomfort, and stiff joints, even skin problems. Well, Dr. Gundry explains these side effects are often mistaken for normal signs of aging because digestive issues develop usually over a matter of years and sometimes even decades. I can assure you that the damage is probably caused by these, quote, health foods and is far from normal. The good news is you can easily help fix the problem from your own home. It's very simple. You just have to know which foods are actually healthy and which contain this hidden potential toxin. You can find out yourself at gut cleanse protocol with an E C L E A N S E dot com slash quart. That's gut cleanse protocol dot com slash quart. Links also in the description. Because after years of research, Dr. Gundry has decided to release an informative video to the public and uninterrupted showcasing free and uninterrupted, sorry, showcasing exactly which foods you need to avoid. Go to gut cleanse protocol dot com slash quart or click the link in the description below. Also, consider joining Locals today. There is a button right below the video called The Basement. Help support more practical effects on the show. Sincerely hope you do that. We'll have a Locals-only extended show on Thursday as well as a Locals-only video on Friday. So you'll already get two benefits if you join today. I hope you do. And we'll see you in 22 hours, friends.